Hello, ladies, and welcome back to Your Queen Fix Your Crown. This is Stephanie. And Adrian. And today we're going to talk about survival mode. So survival mode kind of feels like when you're on autopilot, like things are just happening and you're just doing, going about your, your daily, you know, um, tasks that you do and you don't even realize sometimes how you're feeling or other things that are going on. You're just stuck in that mode of just being on autopilot, just kind of letting things happen. Um, sometimes for me, <clears throat> it kind of feels like I'm just keeping my head down and I'm just doing. So I'm getting up for work, you know, because that's what I have to do. I'm taking care of the girls because that's what I have to do. And then, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just, that's it. Sometimes I don't really know how I'm feeling in it because I'm just moving. I'm just right. keeping it. And that's what mean, that's what it means for being in survival mode. You just, you know how to survive, you know what you need to do, and you're doing those things, but you're not really living. And sometimes I get stuck in that mode and I have to really think about what I'm feeling, what I'm doing, why am I doing this or why am I feeling this way? Right. So I mean for me, survival mode is similar to that. Um, but I'm a more, um, not active, but it's scattered. I'm a very scattered person. I know Adrian is too, but when I think of survival mode, I think that if anything comes across my plate, it has to be completed right then. Like, because if I don't do it, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna sink more into whatever I'm in. I'm just gonna keep sinking and I have to complete this task, which by doing that, nothing really gets done completely, but it's just enough to stay afloat. It's just enough. If I could just make it through this day, I can keep going. If I could just mm -hmm. go ahead and if I need to cancel something, which I do a, a lot of, of counseling and pushing and rescheduling and stuff like that. But if I could just make it, one more day tomorrow might be better but most of the time it's not so everything has a sense of urgency for me when um when i'm while now going through survival mode because what now i have school and work and a teenager and life which i don't even think this is life for so, most people but it's life for me um it's just different now. So many things are different. And um, you feel like that there's no no end in sight. So your your joy for life, your mm -hmm. happiness that you may have had at one point, there's you don't ever see that it's coming back. And survival mode is cool because you're 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 surviving. But where is your life? Like, when are you going to start living and being happy again? I mean, I think there are different, like you said, there are different modes of survive, being in the survival mode. Like for you, for school, you know you have to do it. So you are, you know, you're kind of got your head down and into school. You know this, mm -hmm. but, but it's going to come to an end, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it may be helpful for that specific time in your life but it's going to come to an end and I think sometimes um, with other things 
it may you may not even see in in, in it or you may not even notice that you're in it um i know for me a, a lot of times i don't notice like i really have to but i think for me i grew up in survival like there so there's this quote mm -hmm. about people being raised in survival mode and people being raised in love and i know i was raised in survival mode. like mm -hmm. that's how mom made it through just from having conversations with her as an adult mm -hmm. she had so many things that were going on in her life or that that may have been going wrong that she didn't notice oh well i'm i'm surviving i'm making it i'm making yeah. it day to day and then you raise children in that and then it's like we are not really in touch with our emotions we just know how to survive we know how to make it you know how you know we got those tools on how to survive how to make it how to make it day to day year to year whatever so that right. we aren't always struggling but you know you struggle in a also, different way right, i struggle in a different way with emotions because sometimes i don't know a lot of times i don't know what i'm feeling i have to really honestly kind of sit back sometimes it it'll just pop in my head and i have to say whoa because I know I, I, I've started to notice when I'm in that mode and then I have to kind of sit back and say, okay, what am I feeling? Because I, I know I'm feeling something, but if somebody were to ask me, I'd be like kind of dumbfounded or like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I really have to stop and think about it. Hmm, I'm not really happy. I'm not really sad. I'm just kind of content. I'm just kind of here. So what can I do to kind of, you know, get out of that? Because I, I know for me, it is a, it's really like strong on me, that survival mode. That's yeah. just what I know how to do. And so I really have, I really struggle with the emotional side of things because I don't know all the time and I have to right. think about it. And with, with that, like a lot of us, our default for our feelings, so you don't have to go in depth with anything like you don't even have to think about it it'll stop the the conversation right there what do you say right. what are the words that we say adrian all the time what but i'm fine yeah i'm fine yeah. because I, I don't it. yeah because you don't you don't know you you know and then you and i always have that conversation about being strong and it's like you know how you know how to be strong because that's what you've had to do all of your life you know in so many different situations that it really gets on my gets on my nerves now mm -hmm. <laughs> when someone says oh you're so strong because it's like mm -hmm. well i don't have a choice but to be and that is not coming from that doesn't make me feel like it's a compliment it's almost like yeah you're so strong you don't need anything you don't need help you don't need anybody which is so untrue that's really a false statement because we all need something or we all need somebody at some point you know right. we can't nobody ever does it alone mm -hmm. and so when you tell when sometimes when we tell people oh you're so strong it makes you feel like you can't be any other way right you can't be vulnerable in some instances or you can't you know because everyone thinks you're so strong or they never think anything is wrong with you. You know, mm -hmm. I had a conversation with my mother, I remember a couple of years ago, and she was, she said, well, you know, I never really think to ask 
um, are you okay? Because you're always okay. Like you always, and I'm like, I'm not always okay. <laughs> mm -mm. I'm not, I just don't say anything because I feel like that's what you view me. You know, you view me, this is how you view me. So if I come to you and I say, I'm not okay, then it makes me feel like I'm failing, which is right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. It makes yeah. you feel like you're failing, but you aren't. But that's just like how my mind processes it. And, and failure in our minds, I can, I know that's not an option, but I mean, failure has so many different uh, meanings to me. Like it could be like a little something that you didn't get done today and it's blown up because that survival mode takes over. And that one thing that you didn't get done just overshadows everything that you did get done that day. Um, and like we were talking about me being in school, I sometimes I think I take school as a break from my life. Like if I could just immerse myself in something else, then maybe life will change a little bit. But then when you go, when I come out of my my room or out of my space where I um where I am and I feel most comfortable, then that that survival mode kicks right back in because what I left on the other side of that door is still there. And you can't block yourself in, in your room, in your space, because life still continues. Mm -hmm. It's just, you got to step out there and see what you're going to do with that life that's continuing on. Um, and I just, like me, I feel like heavy. Like I have a lot of people, look, physical, like physical people that are on me. And it's like, Dang, if I just still, if I was to take myself out of this situation, where would those people be? And I feel like that is so unfair. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Yeah. I feel like that too. Yeah. I get that because when you're used to having a lot of stuff on you or a bunch of stuff on you, you don't, you, it does feel unfair. You know, it feels like, well, okay, if I fail, then everything is going to fall apart. If I don't do this, then everything is going to fall apart. And that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. And it's a lot, it feels like a lot of pressure, you know? Yeah, I totally get that. Right, right. It's just, it's a lot, it's a lot going on. And living in survival mode is one, one way that it's almost like a <clears throat> it's almost it's like a coping right. mechanism for you. You know, I get that. It's like a coping me mechanism because if you don't sit and take count of how you feel, <clears throat> then you don't feel it. It's just kind right. of right. pushed down. You know, we were talking about that meme with the dog that that the room <laughs> is on fire and the dog <laughs> the dog is just saying, "Oh, everything's fine. Oh, I'm fine." And that is really, I can I definitely see. That, that, that makes sense. You know, when you're in survival mode, you don't notice a lot of things around you because you know, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that X, Y, Z. You have this list of all the things that you have to do and you're, you don't stop and take count of your feelings because if you feel it, then it's real. Yes. Then, then it's real. real. Yeah. Exactly. If you don't feel it, then it's not really existing. It's, it's not really there. Right. It's still there, but you don't, 
bother to address it. It's like you're not addressing it. You just keep moving forward because you feel like you don't have another choice. So it is a coping mechanism because sometimes I know for me, sometimes if I sit and think or if I sit and feel it, then it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be gonna a bad be, day. It is. It's going to be a really bad day. And you don't have time for bad days. Exactly. You do not have time for that. It, you just got to exactly. keep going, keep pushing, right. keep going, keep going. And I know for me, my survival mode um, shows in different ways. Like I have, I have a, a good job. Adrian, you have a good job and you're um, on, uh, you do your, you do your um, work on, on, not online, but from a distance mm -hmm. and you're on time for work every day. Every day you're on time for work. For me, it doesn't matter what time I wake up. I could be awake two hours before I have to be at work. I'm still going to be late. Why? Because I feel like I don't have that, not gumption. I want to be there on time. I want to do everything, but it feels like I'm lacking that, that push because I'm pushing myself in other ways to be on time, to be ready, to do this, to do that. That's more personal than work. Um, everything else is more pressing. I get to work. When I get to work, I do my job. Mm -hmm. But what what do you do? Like, what in the world do you do to give yourself that push? Because people think that you're fine. Oh, she just late to work all the time. No. Do you know why? Do you understand anything that might be going on that, how oh, well, maybe I could just slow down in this moment. Give me some time to slow down right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I really, I don't, I don't understand the whole get up behind survival mode like that but those are characteristics of canceling appointments rescheduling appointments being late it's also a sign of burnout because like survival mode what do you think is gonna happen you're burnt what is it burning the candle on both ends right yeah at some point that candle is gonna meet in the middle and it's going to burn out like yeah. what how do you and every day you're trying to give yourself more wax to try to make it. Mm -hmm. And that's those are little accomplishments that I was talking about earlier. Like if I just succeed with this, oh, I got more wax to keep going. Oh, I got a little bit more wax to burn it, keep going. Right. And so, that, that's that's really that that actually is a really good analogy because when you say um, oh, if I just finish this, then it'll be okay. It's always something else that you add on to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like for me, if I say, oh, if I just make it through, you know, through this week and finish, you know, finish this project with work or finish this project, you know, then I'll be good. And, but then mm -hmm. something else pops. And then, yep. yeah. <laughs> and then I'm operating on that. And then I'm saying, oh, if I just finish this, then this will be okay. Then I'll be okay. Then everything will be all right. And then boom, I'm done with that. But then I add something else onto it. So it feels like it's never ending. And mm -hmm. it's a lot of, yeah, I get that. And what you're doing is never, never enough. Never enough. Yes. And I think, um, yeah, that makes sense. It puts, yeah, you feel like, and, and sometimes like for me, um, and I'll say this, I, I had counseling on Friday and we talked about survival mode and we talked about this 
um, being grateful, learning to sit in the moment and be grateful for mm. things that, that you've accomplished and the things that you've done. And I say that because for me, I don't sit and think about all of the good things that have happened or, or not that I'm not grateful or not, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for my life because things certainly, mm -hmm. certainly could have been worse, but oh, yeah. I'm all, I always put a lot of pressure and I say, well, I'm not good enough or I haven't done this. So, so this X is out all of the good things that I've accomplished and all of the good things that I've done. And I'm always, I, a lot of times I really don't sit, when I sit and think about all of the things that I've been through and all the things that I've overcome, I'm like, wow, okay, you really, you really did do something. But when you're in that mode, you don't think like that. You mm -hmm. think, oh, this is not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not, you know, and I, this, I think this, this is a issue with a lot of women, maybe not mm -hmm. all, but with a lot of women, I think sometimes we, we do get in that mode where we think this is, this is not enough. I'm not doing enough because we don't really sit and think about all the things that we've done. And when I sit, I, that, I actually had this conversation with someone <clears throat> a long time ago and she, I was telling her how I was feeling like this is, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And she was like, Adrian, think about all the things that you have done. Mm -hmm. Think about where your life is. And I was just like, wow. Like by the end of that conversation, I was encouraged, but it took another person <laughs> to see true. those, to see those, mm -hmm. to tell me those things that I knew that I had done, but I didn't even think about, wow, you did do this. Like you did accomplish this. You did do that because I, it's just when you, when you're in that survival mode, you don't think about those things. And sometimes I think it mm -hmm. is definitely important to sit and think about all you know all the things that you've accomplished and all the things you've done because it really does put a different spin on it and a different perspective and it made me feel like happy because I really didn't I I just didn't know like I did and it's right. not on purpose it's not like I was looking for sympathy I just didn't I just didn't know didn't like know that's it. right that right. comes that comes from just sitting and that's why sometimes like for me I have to take time out and think about it because I know me you know I have to think about those things and then it does it it kind of releases some of the pressure off because then I don't feel like I failed or I don't feel you know when right. I yeah yeah so yeah like you said the this is a not just a women's problem but this is a it's a it's a problem, and I and is is mainly among us women because we take things so personal. We are um, we're supposed to be the home homemakers and keep the home. And home does not mean the structure that you live in. It's not that home are is the the people that you care for, um, and that can extend out to non family people as well. Because if you care about those people, you consider them as your family and you love them and you you just branch out but how far can you branch out right where is your end where do you know that you need to draw the line and we need to come and acknowledge that so you first need to acknowledge that you're in survival mode and how overextended you are how and and that takes some time you need to sit back and make a a list of of things that you do for yourself and then for other people. 
And if that list is longer on the other people's side, you have acknowledged the problem. Because yeah. I've used this before in a, a previous podcast. If I'm on a plane and it starts going down and those little baggies drop from the ceiling, I have to put mine on before I put my sons on. Because if I can't help myself, I cannot help anybody else. So what... What do you do? You take care of you. Make that list longer for yourself. Acknowledge the fact that you know you're in survival mode. Make your list of your to-dos, what you need to do for you, or what you do for yourself and what you do for other people. Weigh that out and cut some of that stuff off for other people until you can get your list longer, until you can pour into yourself. Because if your glass is empty, what is it nobody's pouring into you but you're pouring it out you don't have credit on on things we can't apply for credit on more energy you can't apply for that that's something that I guess a strong quote I have air quotes strong women try to do and you borrowing energy that you don't have and you can't pay that energy back until somebody pours into you or you pour into you right so I, um, there's a couple of um, people that posted like on Instagram, social media, and I saved them because they actually make a lot of sense. Um, one of them says, I often overplay my position in people's lives. I used to think it was because I had such a big giving heart, but mm-hmm. now I'm understanding I lack boundaries. I'm always mm-hmm. going above and beyond for those I love. And when it's not returned, I find myself in my feelings. Yep. So that could be like you were talking about, you know, overextending yourself for other people all the time and you, you're you not getting it back in return. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean that they're doing it on purpose. It's just, like you said, you lack boundaries. So sometimes, you know, boundaries are not always bad. Boundaries are for you. For you, yeah. yes, for you and for your own sanity, because when you're doing, like you said, if your cup is empty, you have nothing. Nobody is refilling your cup. You're giving out of your cup, and you continuously give, then it's empty, and then it's a problem because mm-hmm. then you're left feeling like you're alone, or you're left feeling like no one cares. You know, people, people are. That's it's natural for people to take because, you know, Stephanie, Stephanie always, you know, calls me and checks on me and makes mm-hmm. sure I'm good. And, you know, is always giving to me. So it feels good to other people and not oh, that yeah. they're being selfish and not that they're not thinking about giving back to you, but it's just natural for, for, it's natural for people to take when people, when people give and it doesn't have uh-huh. to be material things. It could just, it's, it, it can be, it could be time. Exactly. It could be anything. Um, it could be any and everything. Exactly. So, so when you don't, it, this goes back to the boundaries thing. When you don't set boundaries, you know, for all the people in your life, because you do have to set those boundaries and say, okay, so I'm going to take this time out for me and I'm going to do what I want to do for me, whatever just that's, that's a part of self-care, whatever that looks like, you have to set that time aside for yourself so that you can replenish your cup you can refill your cup because sometimes you can't always depend on people to refill your cup for you for you you've got to refill it for yourself I mean that's just the 
you can't control what anybody else does. It's all on what you do. It's, it really is. It's you're exactly. in control of your own life, you know. And hey, some things sometimes you gotta let people be on their own. Sometimes you, you gotta do. exactly, exactly. And you gotta realize that who whoever it is, they they made it before you, right? You, un, unless you're talking about your kids. Now, kids don't, now, kids too, at some point, I don't have a child that's outside my house, but at some point, I know I'm going to have to be like, hey, dude, come on, because I gave you the tools. Right. Now you go, but your children, yeah, take care of them, but still set boundaries for them too. So, yeah, but um, uh, it's part of like after recognizing or acknowledging that you're in the situation of survival mode, I don't really agree with this next one that I found on the internet. It says, stop whining. Now I interpreted it at first as in, you know, sitting back and, and just wallowing in the sorrow. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when you, like I'll take something to Adrian and be like, now, nah, if I'm whining, like in my head, I say, if I'm whining, then I, I, I can pick it up. But you just want to talk it out. Yeah. Not, it's not whining, but don't, don't make it so that it becomes whining. Like if you're not maybe. going to do something about it, yeah. then don't talk about it. Right. Maybe you that's what it's, ready. maybe that's what it's trying to say. Like right. we all, you know, you all, we all have feelings so you can feel it. But then when you feel it, once you what feel it, you do? and then you let it, and yeah, right, exactly. Then you have to have action behind it. Because like you say, it does turn into not whining, but wallowing, you know, you're mm -hmm. wallowing in your sorrow, you know, oh, woe is me. But mm -hmm. okay, so we, we've dealt with that part. We talked about the emotional side part of it. You know, we've, we've had our conversation, but then, okay, where's, where's the action? What do you, what do you want to do about it? you know right and that's where a lot of people get stuck right I mean me I feel like I right now I'm stuck in that action how do you how do you put a verb behind I got the emotion part I got it but what are you gonna do what are you gonna do yeah I mean you know I I've definitely been there I've been working a lot lately on trying to put actions behind you know instead of just keep instead of me just com not complaining but instead of me just saying the same thing you know what can I do to change it is there anything that I can do to change it you know how and do it I is not don't right. why is it on your right. plate you right. know yeah 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 I mean it's some things I, I don't eat so I don't put it on my plate and I know that <laughs> yeah but in my life I feel like I got a platter and I can add not just to the surface of the actual plate but I could stack stuff on top of each other because I can do that that's what I feel like I can do yeah. but and I think that also comes to um feeling like you don't need people to help you don't um, need help so this okay so I got another um thing from online of it says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but hyper independence is a result of trauma. 
I don't need anybody and must do everything myself really means my ability to trust has been injured by people system, systematically letting me down and failing me. You do need people. We all do. So that's, mm. that comes from lack of trusting people mm-hmm. when you went with your stuff. Because it feels like, well, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. It's not going to get done. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And that's also a form of control. Like, you feel like if I do it, it's going to be right. It's gonna, if this is going to get done. That's going to get done. And that's going to get If I give it to somebody else, it may not get done the way that it needs to get done. Or it's not going to, you know, it's not going to get done, period. So, mm-hmm. but that also comes from ha- feeling like you have to do everything yourself so if you feel not even just feeling that you have to if somebody shows you every time that they're not going to complete a task or the task is going to be not fulfilled then what what do you do right you do it yourself yourself. right right because you don't trust that it's gonna yeah so Mm -hmm. it's also yeah it's definitely about that that also goes along with having people in your life that you can trust to get to help you exactly right yes that's right i mean lord (laughs) i like that i like that that um that i I, honestly i remember being in now this is when i was going through a very i probably haven't never told you but this was when i was in a very dark place in my life and i was in therapy and i and i said if i i feel like if i the only reason why i'm here and alive is to make sure my children are okay. If I die, then they won't be okay. Yeah, they won't be okay. Mm-hmm. And my therapist was like, you really feel like that? And I was like, yes, mm-hmm. that's how, I, you know, that's really how I feel. And, you know, she was really concerned because it's like, I feel like I'm only living just, <laughs> just mm-hmm. because I don't have anybody else that is going to make sure that they're good, they're okay. If they weren't here, maybe I wouldn't be here either. And, you know, it was, she was very concerned, you know, and I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, that's just, that's just how I feel. That's what it is. It is what it is, you know? And so, you know, she told me, just basically let me know that that's not the only reason why I'm living. That shouldn't be the only reason why I'm living, you know? And I really had to take some time out and really think about, you know, what makes me happy that was at a time where I didn't know what made me happy or I didn't know how my life existed outside of my children because that's mm-hmm. all I knew was survive. that's all I was doing was just surviving and just making it I was going to work I was making sure the girls was good getting them to school picking them up from school you know doing xyz at home with them and then go to sleep and then I wake up and I do it all over again and that was yeah. it and then that sleep right well, it didn't come good. It didn't right. come fast. It didn't come easy. So when did you have time to rejuvenate? Right. Because that's, sleep is supposed to be a healing time. No. If you are worried in your weight life, you're going to be worried. You're yeah. going to be worried in yes. your sleep. So. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So um, the next uh, step of, of overcoming survival mode from the same site is bring mistakes to the surface. Um, survival mode is a breeding ground for mistakes, missed deadlines, and lost progress. So if you can see, like I see myself being late to work every day. Mm-hmm. I see myself lacking in uh, keeping appointments, 
rescheduling appointments. If I see that, which I do, work on those those things you brought up to the surface. Don't try to work on that um, those deeper issues so much. Work on what you can work on right now, because of course those surface issues could go to deeper issues. But try to try to fix what you can fix. Mm-hmm. Fix what you can do right now. And in the moment, I could get up at 5.30. I could, I could do that. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Just say it. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can I think, make this appointment. I, I think some, some things are like about manifestation. Like Just like you said, I can get up at 5.30. I can be to work on time. Because I think when you say, when you say, no matter what I do or no matter what I try, I'm always mm-hmm. going to be late to work then you are always mm-hmm. be like, like something is going to happen or something's going to come up or you're just going to mm-hmm. be sitting there. Ch- I mean, that's that speaking that into your life or speaking, you know, I'm, I can be to work on time. I'm going to wake up at this time and I'm going to get X, Y, Z done. And then I'm going to go, be, you know, when you say I'm never going to be to work on time, then you aren't going to be to work on time. Cause you, right. don't, you know, it also is what you speak, what you speak into yourself. You know, it's just like, you know how people, some people say, no matter what, something, something bad is always happening. No matter what I do, it's always something. Then it is always going to be something because that's what you And then it's always something. Right. Exactly. Yep. Because it don't have to be. It don't have to be always something. But, but when you recognize that there is always something, not in a negative way, just look at it as a, okay, I have a, 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 uh, not an analogy but things that happen um sometimes I do get up and I'm I'm trying to be on time for work and like one morning uh something happens in my truck and I couldn't be I could not drive to work with my truck like this I had to turn around go back home so after that I was worried I text my supervisor I can't I got to take my truck in blah 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 blah, blah. all right so what happened on I-35 South was an accident mm-hmm. that happened not too long after my turnaround. So sometimes I look at things that come up, maybe it's a blessing mm-hmm. that it stopped me for a second to think about or to not be hurt. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, now that's, that's an approach for some things, mm-hmm. um, but other things like me getting up and getting on TikTok, no. <laughs> Let's get up. <laughs> Let's get up and brush our teeth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, but some things are a blessing. Some things stop you to make you think about progressing, going on. Um, there's another website that says um, uh, the, the five ways you could start your morning routine. I'm only going to tell you one, one way. And I just thought about it. Um, to research it uh, is the five, four, three, two, one method. In the first five seconds after you open your eyes, count five, four, three, two, one. Get up, get out of the bed. Don't go back. Just get up. And I know for me, when I was in my crazy depressive state, I stayed in the bed. Stayed, stayed, stayed in the bed. I ate in the bed. I slept. I watched TV. I did nothing else. I stayed in the bed all day, all the time. Now I have a 
kind of like a phobia of even sitting on my bed during the day because I do not want to go back to being in that depressed state. So I know that once I get out of the bed in the morning, I'm not going back. I have that in my head already, that if I stand up and get out of the bed, I ain't going back because that reminds me of something that was negative to me. And um, I actually saw that 54321 method on TikTok. So they do have some good stuff. Um, but yeah, in the first five seconds of the day, get up, get up, get out of the bed, go, be productive. I mean, but maybe that'll help somebody with the with that um survival mode. Maybe it will. I don't know. I'm putting it out there. I know one thing for me. Um, when I wake up, the first thing I do is I check my phone and then I check my work computer for all I check my phone for all the appointments that I may have for that day or anything mm-hmm. that I remember. And I check my work computer for my calendar to see how many meetings. So I don't even so for me. I think what I need to do is wake wow. up and yes, wake up and think about just maybe meditate or think about good things or write in my journal about what I'm grateful for. Because when I wake up automatically thinking about all the crap I got to do for the day, that already has started a bad day for me. You know, like, <laughs> I'm like, man, I got to do this by this time. I got to do that. I got to do it. That's how I wake up. And I just thought about that, really. I really hadn't even thought about it before. But mm-hmm. yeah, I really do wake up like that. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm checking. You already in survival yes. mode. Yes. When you wake up. Yes. Automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I know think, that yeah. on Sunday nights, I do not sleep good. Any other night, Friday night and Saturday night, I can sleep like a baby. Because the next day, I don't have anything to do. Mm-hmm. so to speak Sunday through Thursday night mm-hmm. I wake up five six times because my survival mode will not stop mm-hmm. it wants me to know Stephanie you got something to do you can't be late right. you gotta you gotta get up <clears throat> yeah and I think a lot of a lot of working adults you know think like that like they I remember seeing this thing one time about people getting depressed on Sundays because they already know oh Monday through Friday, I already know what I got to, you know, <laughs> it's going to be some, it's, you know, I got to do X, Y, Z for work, I got to do this, the kids got to do this, I got to, you know, I mean, that's just how we're, we're wired, but I think sometimes if we take the time out to just think, you know, just think of what we're grateful for, put ourselves in a different headspace, get a cup of coffee, sit and look out the window, something just to make you feel, you know, good before you have to die, because you know, we all have responsibilities, we all have things that we have to get accomplished, I mean, that's just life, but maybe not, maybe giving yourself some extra time in the morning to just breathe, you know, digest it right. in. Exactly. Breathe it in, breathe it out. It's going right. to come. Right. If, if you don't have enough time in the day to get it done, you don't, which is the next point on getting over or relieving stress from survival mode is forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. Things that you didn't make happen that day hey, guess what? They might not need to be made. They it might not need to be completed that day. And Lord's will, you could do it tomorrow. You yeah. know, 
Mm-hmm. So. I used to I used to feel like that. Um, I'll give you an example. When um, I was newly, newly single, a newly single parent with the girls. And, you know, I get we get up in the morning, get ready, go to school. They I take them to school or daycare. I go to work. I get off work, you know, get them, <clears throat> have dinner, do homework, whatever, give them baths. They get in the bed. And then when they get in the bed, I am cleaning up you know, doing all the, you know, what, if I need to do laundry, I'm doing laundry. So if I need to do the dishes, I'm doing the dishes. If I, you know, whatever, if I need to vacuum, I'm going to vacuum. If I need to mop, I'm going to mop and trying to do all of that stuff. And, you know, every day, like constantly, just constantly. And I would be so stressed out and I would feel terrible. Like, you know, if I, oh, I can't go to bed if I don't do this or, you know, or even I was in school too, then trying to do schoolwork when they go to sleep, it was just a lot. And so, I would feel guilty if I didn't, you know, now I've set days aside, like on Saturdays, I'll do laundry, you know, on mm-hmm. set or Saturdays, I do laundry, or I do heavy cleaning where I'm, I don't have to vacuum every day. I don't have to, <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. have to mop, the floor. like I set aside time to say, okay, this is when I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to do my laundry on Saturday. You know, I don't have to do it every day or I don't have to, I, I set time aside to in the evenings to really relax because I'm doing a lot of stuff with work now that my brain, I, I can't, <laughs> if I try to do a whole bunch of stuff, like I don't want to do a whole bunch of stuff after that, but I'm saying, what I'm saying is I had to learn that and I had to learn to forgive myself and to let stuff go until the next day or until, or set aside a specific day to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do on this day. You know, on Sundays, I don't do all that stuff because I want to relax on Sunday because I do know that I have to go to work on Monday. So Sundays is my day of relaxation. Mm -hmm. Saturdays, yes, we're going to get this cleaning done. We're going to get every, you know, we're going to get it the way it needs to be. And then that's it. And then I'm done with it. You know, I don't try to do all that stuff during the week like I used to try to do. Right, right. That's, That's very smart. (laughs) <laughs> very smart thing to do you know what you just keep leading into the next um thing over and over i'm like what do, do you have this website no, in front of you oh, okay i was just wondering it says ask for help because you have your daughters helping you on saturday mm-hmm. who can and through the week i know um i know that you're not gonna just have them sitting down but um ask for help you ain't gonna do all that cleaning by yourself. You didn't mess it up by yourself. Oh yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So um, that's one of my problems because we go back to that control thing. Mm-hmm. If I ask you for help, I should let you do it the way that you gonna do it. Mm-hmm. This person here can't do that. She can't let that go. She has to have her hand in it. She gotta be stirring. No, 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 no. That bowl won't get won't get clean if it's leaned against that uh that plate in that dishwasher because mm-hmm. it ain't gonna get in contact with that that water and that soap you know what if that dish don't get clean hey he gotta do it again exactly this is what it's gonna be exactly so yep, yep. so why stress yourself out and be like, i oh yeah i'm i'm bad about the dishes i do the same thing to to my children if they don't wash it the way and i'll be like okay i'll just do it forget it I'll just do it. But mm-hmm. like you said, well, you'll just do it again. <laughs> you'll just do it again. I mean, That's it. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. And eventually you'll get it right. 
but yeah. if you take if you keep doing it yeah yeah if you keep doing everything yes yes you're gonna yep. ask for help. yeah ask for help and let them do it the way that they're gonna do it mm-hmm. and in survival mode ask for help i always go back to this and we have been talking about it throughout this um this segment therapy that is a way to ask for help and it's not bad we have a stigma about going to therapy i know i'm not gonna say that any other race or whatever because i we don't we try not to touch on race so much because it's women period but i know as black women we you don't let you don't let nobody know the house business Mm. you know if you go to therapy you letting them know what the house what's going on at the house Mm. guess what guess what you out in the world letting everybody know house business when you blow up on somebody when you in your car with um road rage or you late for work everybody know house business then mm-hmm. so why not go, do it in a safer space and un, unload on somebody that's neutral that's yeah. not gonna put that back on you or release anything on you because if i'm talking to somebody that knows me knows me we comfortable so they're gonna say something back to me i'm gonna say something to them and i'm taking on because i'm getting angry because of what that person going through they get angry because of what i'm going through who do we help mm-hmm. so sometimes a, a neutral person is beneficial and i'm not saying that a best friend ain't adrian please stop looking at me like that i'm not, I'm not um, i i totally understand i mean i feel I the same way about good about Woo. therapy yeah because when you have a neutral party you can say whatever you want and for me if i when i'm talking to my therapist i can tell her anything i can say whatever and guess and i don't care if she judges me because i don't know her you know i mean that's my thought on that like she's not going to share it with anybody else because she's legally bound unless i'm a harm to myself or a harm to other people she's legally bound not to say anything you know so i don't have to work she's not going to spill my secret but i can totally be totally totally honest and say this is how i'm feeling about this and this is what i feel about this bullshit i mean that's (laughs) that's i talk to her very frankly like Mm -hmm. you know because I don't have to spare her feelings because it's not nope. about her and she doesn't, nope. you know, she's just listening to me and she's offering me, you know, if she can offer me a solution or a way to deal with it, then that's what she does. Yeah, she's there to help you. And that's, that's what, that's what it is. She's just there to help, period, period. Talk to them, get it out. Right. And they get like mine, she... Oh, she she know me too well by now, so I'm finna change. I'm just joking. Nah, she just she knows me, and I I I thank her for all the help that she's giving me. But this I think this week she gonna get an earful because oh Lord, child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for Friday. <laughs> um, but um, and not because I ain't gotta go to work. Not because of the, I need to unload on my. my person that's there to help me that i've asked for help so but survival mode i'm gonna go over the the five ways again the five ways that i found on this website and if y'all i posted either way if you ask or don't ask whatever um the first one is acknowledge the fact that you're in survival mode um two stop whining you 
form that opinion however you want to form that opinion by stop whining but we took it in a different direction um three bring mistakes to the surface four forgive yourself and five ask for help so there are a couple more that's under that but you know you can read the article when i post that on our website on our um, facebook page um but survival mode think about it like this okay so one last last thing uh, women um we carry things in our hearts and that our heart is a muscle and it will give out so hey you need to take care of yourself before something something stops that and like like we said that if you can't if you can't get whatever done and you can't trust somebody else to do it like adrian was saying about her kids if she's not here her babies won't be taken care of just think of it like that we need you here to take care of things that you need to take care of and not heavy stuff just be here be present in the moment like adrian was saying earlier be present in that moment so. like so someone told me um I was having a hard time with work last week because it was a lot of stuff going on and I just felt like I wasn't um, contributing or, you know, I felt like, yeah. Anyway, so this woman that's been training me, um, she said, and this really struck me, you always have value to add. So your life is valuable. You're here for a reason. And you always and you're valuable. You have value to add to every aspect of your life, someone else's life, your children's life. So um, when you are putting all this pressure on yourself and feeling like you're not enough, always remember that you have value to add. Always. Well, ladies, thank you guys for joining us today on your Queen Fixer Crown. And until next time, ladies. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.